You're listening to The Big Possible Show with your host, Noah Scott. It's time to break through the limits and achieve all you can imagine. All you can imagine. Welcome to another episode of The Big Possible Show. This is your host, Noah Scott, signing on with Joe Pickard. Joe is Joe Pickard is an award-winning, incredibly versatile voice actor who works in all genres of the voiceover industry, from animation to gaming, campaigns for Lego and Volvo, TV narration, dubbing for Netflix, and is the face of Omaze UK. What is happening, Joe? How are you? No, it's so great to see you. You you pronounced it all perfectly. Um, thank you so much for having me on the show. I absolutely love your podcast, so I'm really excited to be here. Fantastic. Well, let's go ahead, uh, just so that the, the listeners can get a feel for what you do. Do you want to share what you would say is your superpower, that thing that you've honed through the years that is just unique to you? I feel like I need to whisper like it's like a little you know like a little secret you love <laughs> or, secrets or maybe be drunk and it's my superpower that I do you know at parties I don't know um no I think genuinely my superpower is is communication is telling stories um I've, that's the one thing that I've worked on from being like four I think and it's been my career and it's the thing that's paid my rent and it's the thing that's made my heart sing and make me so happy I just feel like anybody in the world I have this power to be able to communicate with them on um a level that that is right for that situation and it's just a it's a real joy to be able to have that beautiful yes I firmly believe that storytelling is one of the greatest skills that we can master because without that it's so hard to connect with people on an emotional level and to convey and express what we're feeling so yeah, well, with think, that right? it goes back yeah. to even the cavemen Mm-hmm. You know, they're on the walls, they tell all the stories, don't they? So it even went back right, right back to the caveman. So it's amazing. Well, beautiful. Let's let's with that, let's lay you up for for story time. Um, do you want to share a story of of the time that you took the biggest risk of your life? Because our listeners, we're all trying to make a big dent in the world. And sometimes, you know, risk rears its 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 head and it gets intimidating. So it's, it's, it's inspiring to hear the stories of other people who power through their risks and, and what happens along the way. Well, Noah, I'm in love with possibility and big dreams. So when the pandemic hit and I lost like 90% of all of my work as a presenter, I mean, it was a complete nightmare at first. And of course the panic stepped in and I just thought, okay, stop, take a minute, and really, really grasp this opportunity to be able to follow my dream because we never have time, right? We never have time to kind of change direction and 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 have that ability to be able to kind of go, ah, oh, okay, I've got a bit of respite here. I can refocus my career. And so I did into voice acting. And I imagined that I was one of the UK's most successful voice actors. I spent all my time being creative, working across all the genres in the world. 
And I started to think, well, how can I do this? So I made vision boards because I'd only ever really done a couple of voiceovers in my life. And, you know, it was massive industry to break into. So I made all these vision boards and I kind of find them really creative, really useful to be able to hone in what I really want. So I put on there pictures of like companies and people and production houses and gaming and animation companies, you know, like Disney, <laughs> right slap bang there in the middle. Uh, all these people that I wanted to work with. And best of all, I kind of stated with like big words in like huge, big, colourful bits, how I wanted to feel when I worked, you know, I wanted to be created and connected and challenged and elated and just full of passion and happiness. And then I broke it down and started getting real. So I started creating my own voice reels, which is what you need to be able to sell yourself. So different um, acting show reels, voice reels, um, creating different characters with different noises and sounds and, and energies. And then I started contacting agents and, and connecting with the companies that I dreamt of working with. And I just knuckled down and I focused and I worked hard. And it was... It wasn't an easy journey, you know, Noah. I had to learn to become my own engineer. I had to learn to edit. I'd never done any of these things before. And tech really is not my thing. Oh, my God. Mm -hmm. It's so hard. And it's like a big mountain to be able to climb. And, you know, you've got to be your own marketeer. And to learn how to be like some kind of social media savvy, you know, like out there. And it's just not me. It's just not me. And. I just thought to be able to reach my dream, I had to just embrace it and take it step by step. And I think sometimes in life, the most incredible things happen in between the lines. And I think one day I kind of realized I looked back and and I was like, oh, my God, I, I've made it over my mountain. Like I'm not I, I'm not there's many other mountains that I want to <laughs> climb within the world. But the first mountain I'm there and in the last two years alone, I've recorded like 400 national adverts in my home studio, radio plays, characters for animation, TV narration, and, and I just love it. I love it so much. And to me, all goals are achievable, but it's the dedication and the drive and the hard work. And that's that's really what makes the journey so enjoyable because of the achievement, the smaller achievements that you that you are, are able to, to make. That's so beautiful. And I love how you gave yourself a roadmap before you started where you said, these are the dream clients that I'm going to work with. And this is an exercise that uh, I think it comes from Chet Holmes. He has this thing where it's like you, you, you make your dream 100 and and from there, you just started to connect the dots and it became something that is like a step-by-step, -step, oh, now I can actually, I can actually manage this big risk where it's, it's not so scary anymore. I really, I really enjoy that. So, you know, one of the other things that I think a lot of people, they get stuck thinking that they are not able to make an impact on an individual level to, um, to better the world in some degree, some way, shape, or form. How how do you feel that you are able to make a positive impact in the world through your work? You know, it's really interesting because for many, many years, I've wanted to make a huge positive impact. And I'm not saying that I haven't in the jobs that I've done before, because I feel like as long as you bring a really great energy, then you do. But recently, over the last two years, I've actually been the face of Omaze UK. And we have raised today £6.75 million for UK charities. 
And next year, we've got this huge plan to be able to make even more impact. And you know what, Noah, the, the reason why this excites me is because every time we change somebody's life, whether that's through charities or whether that's giving away incredible prizes, it changes the vibrations in the world in a positive way. And I think that to me is the most truly wonderful thing because whatever we can do, whether it's you know, 6.75 million or whether it's, you know, going and helping your neighbor, uh, that anything that you can do that changes the world positively for me is the ultimate goal, right? Absolutely. Yes. And sometimes you don't, you don't have to do everything on your own, but if you're able to be an integral part of a mission that is meaningful to you and, and you know that you're invested in it every day, you can show up and make that impact. That's just so powerful. And, you know, with that in mind, would, would you be able to speak for a bit about some of the habits that you've cultivated internally for, with your own journey? Um, you know, what has been helpful keeping you, keeping you motivated, keeping you disciplined and keeping you productive? Absolutely. Um, I've worked for many years on um, myself um, massively internally to be able to build my confidence um, and to be <laughs> for a presenter over the years, you would think I maybe didn't need to build my confidence. But I think, you know, insecurities are, are, are something that everybody has. And I think to be able to put that work into yourself, it's really important. Now, what I'd love to talk to you about is gratitude. I think that gratitude has been one of the most impactful parts of my uh, of my journey personally. Um, and what's what I find really interesting is when people think about gratitude, um, you know, you can be when you're in a great mood and you're feeling really positive and life's going great, you know, you can be grateful for everything. But what I find more impactful is when things aren't going wrong, aren't going right, sorry. Um, that gratitude for the things that aren't going right actually is 10,000 10, times more impactful than, than it, when things are going right. And, you know, to be able to turn around a situation can help your mental health. It can be able to um, help everything surrounding that situation. And also about you going forward as well. So, for instance, I just sprained my ankle and it hurt like hell and it was really inconvenient. And I was like, what the hell? Oh, my God, this is not good. Uh and actually, instead of being sad about it, I spent, and it took me some time to find something that I was grateful for about the reason why I sprained my ankle. But, I, you know, I got to spend time at home. I got to spend time like recouping and to be able to um, really spend some self-care time, which actually in a busy world like that is really important. And I started to feel much more positive about this whole, whole situation and it just kind of changes things. So I think gratitude especially when you've got a huge goal and you're focused on that goal is so so important yes beautiful thank you so much for sharing. it's uh it just really reminds me of the this the sort of a stoic philosophy that even the hard things can be uh beneficial even though we're suffering or we're going through something hard there's always a lesson to learn or there's something to be grateful for within that and you know i think just find that so powerful we can tap into that. Um, you know, and we talked a little bit about as you were growing your brand, there was a lot that you had to figure out in terms of, you know, the marketing, in terms of putting yourself out there, um, especially new to a new industry. What what have you learned along the way in terms of marketing, like and building that personal brand? I truly think that the more leverage we can add to our um 
to our operation, whether that's like media, whether that's connections, it really helps us move our mission forward. And so I'd love to hear your strategy for, for building out your brand and, and doing your marketing. Yeah, it's been, it's, like I said, it was a huge um, learning curve for me, to be honest. Um, I um, did a lot of online courses to be able to learn about marketing and about social media. Um, and then, to be honest with you, as great as they were, and they helped me practically to be able to kind of set those up and to be able to um, form um, my my brand, as it were, like my face, who I am, what I stand for. And I think that, you know, that's a really great step for anybody kind of thinking that they want to go into that and to be able to market themselves. It's about getting it really clear about who you are, who you want people to think you are, you know, and, and, and mm -hmm. as a brand, get your logo straight, get your um, website straight, get everything all so that it's if you put it out, lay it out on a table, it all matches. It all looks looks this, like it's connected, interconnected. But I think my best piece of advice, Noah, really is try and try and test things you know because everybody's so different and the world there it means that if you are different then you stand out and that's amazing and not to do the things that everybody tells you to do kind of think about yourself kind of go well what makes me laugh what makes me engage and and really kind of put your marketing around that about your social media around those things and test the market did that did that get many responses did that get many responses okay well that great I'll go that direction because it worked you know and I think as well the other tip is mix it up like mm -hmm. nobody likes um the same old same old um no matter what industry you are whatever you're trying to build it's really important to keep variation and keep variety Beautiful, beautifully said. Yes. And it's all about doing the small things little by little and staying, staying with it. So adding that variety. Um, so Joe, I'd, I'd like to also shift gears and talk about um, one of the things I always love to ask every guest on the show is, is really, where do you think happiness comes from? Because so often, you know, we get so focused on success. And sometimes we forget to, to really think about what makes us happy inside? It's a really interesting question, actually, Noah. Um, I think happiness is um, happiness is such a an interesting word because I think that it, it's so relative to each person what happiness is. Yet it's one word that kind of seems to cover everything, you know. And and actually, if you think like when you see a color, you see a color and you think it's blue and I see a color and I think it's blue, but it's just completely different. And it means so many different ways, you know? So I think it, I think happiness is, is what, is what makes your heart sing is what makes your soul happy is what makes you float. It's the thing that it's the thing that you turn to, um, when you need to feel light I, I I just believe you know like in this world at the moment I feel like all we are focused on as a society is being super busy super connected and super materialistic and in my head all of those things are okay to a small point because they make the world go around but I feel like if we backed off 
if we made our lives simpler and we focused on the connections with our family and our friends and and reaching the goals as as long as they are genuine heartfelt goals that make us thrive we would all be a hundred percent happier that's how mm. i feel mm. spoken like a true storyteller thank you mm. so much for that soulful uh reflection on on that and you know and, and to close us out I'd, I'd love to hear uh your take on decision making this is one of the things i really geek out on because i i feel that the dreams that we make are built on the actions that we take and then ultimately our actions are created through the decisions that we make. So do you have a framework or a process that you use to make decisions in your daily life? Yes. <laughs> Don't laugh. <laughs> no, I, I I have got a really uh, strong decision-making process. Um, I've worked for many, many years on my intuition. Um, your intuition is a muscle. It needs to be worked. It needs to be paid attention to. Um, and the more that you listen to your intuition, the more powerful it becomes and the bigger it becomes and the louder it becomes. And what happens if you do that and you focus on on making your intuition really a part of your tool belt in life then your decision making process is so easy because you close your eyes when you get offered a decision to be able to be you know, to be made and you close your eyes and you feel it and whatever that first indication within my body is i know whether it's right or wrong now don't get me wrong over time i've put um a plan in there so i don't react immediately I note what my intuition says um, and then I give myself space to let that decision settle because I don't want the brain to take over and talk my intuition out of it but what I want the brain to do is to think about things in a logical way you know and practically you've got to be able to think about decisions in life whether they work for you in your time frame and stuff um, mm -hmm. but usually I'd say so 90% of the time my intuition is right and I usually listen to it. So yeah, that's how I make my decisions. Fantastic. Well, this has been so beautiful. Thank you so much for sharing your story and just all of your, your insights. How do our listeners stay in touch with you? How do we support you? How do we find out about all the cool projects that you have going on? Oh, thanks, Nora. I've loved every second. Yeah, please come and join me on social media as we've been talking about it. Um, it's at Joe Picard voiceover. Beautiful. Thank you so much, Joe. Have a wonderful rest of the day. You too. Take care. That's it for this episode of The Big Possible Show. This is Noah Scott signing out to let you know I appreciate you for being here. Of course, if you enjoyed the episode and want to share some feedback, visit Apple and drop a review. That review will help other people find the show, and it also gives me a signal that, hey, people are out there listening. And with that, may the rest of your day be filled with epic adventures. And I'll see you right here for the next episode.